top of page 441 together with me. Blessed is he who gave the Torah to the people of Israel and his holiness. The Torah of Adonai is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of Adonai is trustworthy, making the simple one wise. The orders of Adonai are upright, quieting in the heart. The command of Adonai is clear, and lighting in the eyes. Adonai will make known to his people, and Adonai will bless his people with peace. The God whose way is perfect, the promise of Adonai is flawless. He is a shield for all who take refuge in him. You cling to Adonai, your God, you are all alive today. You who cling to Adonai, your God, you are all alive today. This proportions is Kitabo, which is Deuteronomy 26, 1 through 29, 9. Our first Aliyah would be Deuteronomy 26, 1 through 11. Arise, Yehoshua, the son of Sam. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Malka Alam Asher Barkabano Mikoha Amin Benatanano Torah To Baruch Ata Adonai Noten HaTorah Amen. Behaya Kitava Ahaaretz Asher Adonai Eloheka Noten Lecha Nakala Virishta Veshavta Ba. Belachakta Mereshit Kopari Haadama Asher Tavi Mear Secha Asher Adonai Eloheka Noten Nach Vesanta Batene Belachta Alhamakom Asher Yifchar Adonai Eloheka Lishaken Shemal Sham Uvata El Hakohen Asher Hihe Bayamim Hahem Ve'amarta elab, higadetihayom ladonai eloheka, kivati el haaretz, asher nishba adonai, la'avotenu latetlanu. Ve'lacha kakohen hatene miadeka, ve'hiniko lifne misbak adonai eloheka. Ve'anita Ve'amarta lifne Adonai Eloheka Arami Ovet Avi Vayere Mitzrayma Vayagor Sham Bimte Me'at Vayisham Legoa Gadol Atsum Ve'rab Vayereu Otanu Hamitrim Ve'anunu Vayitnu Aleinu Avodakasha Vanisak el Adonai Elohe Abotenu, Vaishma Adonai et Kolenu, Vayar et Onyenu, Vet Amalenu, Vet Lakasenu, Vayotzienu Adonai Mimitzraim, Vayar Hasacha Uvisroa Natuya, Uf Mora Kaido, Uvotot Uf Moftim, Vayvienu Alhamakom Hase, Vaitinano et haratazot, erlet zavat chalav udvash. Beata hine, heveti et rishi peri haadama, asherna li adonai, behinakto, leafne adonai eloheka, behistakavita, leafne adonai eloheka. Vesamakta vechohatov, Ashenatanacha Adonai Eloheka, Oveteka, Ata Vehalevi, Vehager, Asher Bekerbecha. Yeah, I'm going to read your mind.
Now I'm going to read my Aliyah in Korean, the language of the country where I was born. Ne hananim yowakiso, ne ge kyopro juo, udge ha singtang e, ne ga du ugaso gugi kuote e. Ne hananim yowakiso, ne ge jusunteng e so, ku dochimodun sasane map uo gudun hue, kuguso chihayok wanjuri e domko, ne hananim yowakiso, gu imrum ul, dusirogo, tekasin gosoro, kugusu kajigo kaso. Dongsi jasojang ege, ne agaso, Go ege irugirul. Nega uno nal dong sing e, hanim yuake, gohanota, nega. Yoake so urige jurirago. Uri yoja ege, meng sing hasin. Teng e iru nota hagosio. Jisa jang un ne sane so. Gu guanjuriru jihayudaga, ne hanim yuadanape. No ugosimio. Nunun to nehananim yoa ape irugiru. Nejo sang un yurihanun aram samoroso. Susu i samram u gunun rigo. Egup e ne ryokaso guki ukuhayo. Pyongyong in kukisu koko kanghago. Bun sunghan minjoko dwe utuni. Egup samram u uriru hak de hamyo. Uriru gwerapke hamyo. Uri ege jun yuk u sikim yuro. Uri ga uri josang e hananim yuake burupji tutuni. Yuake so uri umsung u durisogo sigo. Uri gontangwa singoa abje ru hagam hasigo. Yuake so gonghan sangwa panpalkwa kinwe amgwa ujikwa gisaro uri ru egup eso intohayo ni sigo. Ingosiro intohasa i tengkachikwa ku hurunun. Tang u jushut nota, goa yo eje nega tukeso, nega nege jusin toji sasan e matmu u, gajuat nota, hago, nunun gut u nehananimua ape, dugo nehananimio ape, gyung behagusimio. Nehananimio akeso, nuwa nejib e jusin boku hun hayo, nunun rewen gua, no jung e ugun hanun, git gua, hamke, jogu wa hana jinira. Now he has to do it in English. <laughs> Why, I don't know. It will be when you enter the land that Adonai, your God, gives you as an inheritance, and you possess it and dwell in it, that you shall take of the first of every fruit of the ground that you bring in from, the, from your land that Adonai, your God, gives you, and you shall put it in a basket and go to the place that Adonai, your God, will choose to make his name rest there. You shall come to whoever will be the Kohen in those days, and you shall say to him, I declare today to Adonai your God that I have come to the land that Adonai swore to our forefathers to give him, to give us. The Kohen shall take the basket from your hand and lay it before the altar of Adonai your God. Then you shall call out and say, Before Adonai your God, and the Aramean tried to destroy my father. He descended to Egypt and sojourned there, few in number, and there he became a nation, great, strong, and numerous. The Egyptians mistreated us and afflicted us, and placed hard work upon us. Then we cried out to Adonai, the God of our forefathers, and Adonai heard our voice and saw our affliction, our travail, and our oppression. Adonai took us out of Mitzrayim with a strong hand and with an outstretched arm, with great awesomeness and with signs and wonder, with wonders. He brought us to this place, and he gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now, behold, I have brought the first fruit of the ground that you have given me, O Adonai, and you shall wait before Adonai your God, and you shall prostrate yourself before Adonai your God. You shall rejoice with all the goodness that Adonai your God has given you and your household, you and the Levite and the proselyte who is in your midst. 
Baruch Ata Adonai Elohinimaka Alam Ashinatanana Torah Temet Vakayolam Natabetokinu Baruch Ata Adonai Notenha Torah Amen. He who blessed our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, may he bless Yehoshua, son of Scott, because he's come up to the Torah in honor of the Omnipresent, in honor of the Torah, in honor of the Shabbat, in honor of Messiah Yeshua. As a reward for this, may the Holy One, blessed is he, protect him and rescue him from every trouble and distress and from every plague and illness. And may he send blessing and success in his every endeavor, together with all Israel, his brethren. And now let us respond. Amen. Blessed are you, Adonai Eloheinu, giver of the Torah. Amen. Moses and the elders of Israel commanded the people, keep all these commands that I give you today. When you have crossed the Jordan into the land the Lord your God is giving you, set up some large stones and coat them with lime. Write on them all the words of this law when you have crossed over to enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. And when you have crossed the Jordan, set up these stones on Mount Ebal as I command you today, and coat them with plaster. Build there an altar to the Lord your God, an altar of stones. Do not use any tool, any iron tool on them. Build the altar of the Lord your God with field stones and offer burnt offerings on it to the Lord your God. Sacrifice fellowship offerings there, eating them and rejoicing in the presence of the Lord your God. And you shall write very clearly all the words of this law on these stones you have set up. Then Moses and the Levitical priests said to all Israel, Be silent, Israel, and listen. You have now become the people of the Lord your God. Obey the Lord your God and follow his commands and decrees that I give you today. Blessed are you, Adonai Eloheinu, King of the universe, who gave to us the Torah of truth and planted eternal life in our midst. Blessed are you, Adonai Eloheinu, giver of the Torah. Amen. Amen. He bless our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. May he bless Gary, son of Abraham, because he has come up to the Torah in honor of the omnipresent, in honor of the Torah, in honor of the Shabbat, in honor of Messiah Yeshua. 
As a reward for this, may the Holy One, blessed is he, protect him and rescue him from every trouble and distress, from every plague and illness, and may he send blessing, success in his every endeavor, together with all Israel, his brethren. Now let us respond. Amen. Rise, Scott, son of Abraham. The mock to your reading is Deuteronomy 29, 7 through 8. Baruch Adonai Hamaburach Le'olam Ba'ed Baruch Adonai Hamaburach Le'olam Ba'ed Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Asher Batabanu Mikol HaAmin Venatin Lano Eforto Baruch Atah Adonai Notein HaTorah Amen We took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenite, the Gadite, and the half-tribe of the Menasite. You shall observe the words of this covenant so that you will succeed in all that you do. Baruch atah Adonai, Elohim u'melech ha'olam, asher natanlanu et Torah atamet, ve'akei olam natah betokhenu, Baruch atah Adonai, Amen. He who blessed the forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, may he bless Scott, son of Abraham, as he has come up to the Torah in honor of the omnipresent, in honor of the Torah, in honor of the Shabbat, in honor of Messiah Yeshua. As a reward for this, may the Holy One, blessed is he, protect him and rescue him from every trouble and distress, from every plague and illness, and may he send blessings and success in his every endeavor, together with all Israel, his brethren, and let us respond. Amen. Everyone can see that. Raise the torch. Very nice. Together with me. It is a tree of life for those who grasp it, and its supporters are praiseworthy. Its ways are ways of pleasantness, and all its paths are peace. Lengthy days are at its right, and at its left are wealth and honor. Adonai desired for the sake of its righteousness that the Torah be made great and glorious. Amen. You bless our forefathers, Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. May you bless Yehoshua, son of Scott, for coming to raise the Torah, and Yitzhak ben Abraham to, for coming to re-roll the Torah. In honor of the Torah, and on the honor of the omnipresent, and honor of the Shabbat, and honor of Messiah Yeshua, as work for this, may the Holy One, blessed is He, protect them and rescue them from every trouble and distress, from every plague and illness, and may He send blessing and success in their every endeavor, together with all Israel, their brethren. Now let us respond. Amen. Bless you, God, and I, our God, King of the universe, who has chosen good prophets and was pleased with their words that were uttered with truth. Bless you, God, and I, who chooses the Torah, Moshe, his servant, our nation, and the prophets of truth and righteousness. Amen. Amen. Arise, shine, for your light has arrived, and the glory of God and I shines upon you. For behold, darkness may cover the earth, and a thick cloud may cover the kingdoms. But upon you, Adonai will shine, and his glory will be seen upon you. Nations will walk by your light, and kings by the brilliance of your shine. 
Lift up your eyes all around and see. They are all assembling and coming to you. Your sons will arrive from afar, and your daughters will be raised at their side. Then you will see and be radiant. Your heart will be startled and broadened. For the affluence of the West will be turned over to you, and the wealth of nations will come to you. An abundance of camels will envelop you, camel colts of Midian and Ephah, and all of them will come from Sheba. Gold and frankincense will they bear, and praises of Adonai will they proclaim. All the flocks of Kedar will be gathered unto you, the rams of Nebioth will serve you. They will be brought up with favor upon my altar, and I will glorify the house of my splendor. Who are these who fly like a cloud, like doves, to their coat widows, windows? For the islands will place their hope in me, with the ships of Tarshish in earlier times, to bring your children from afar, with their gold and silver, with them, in the name of Adonai your God, and for the Holy One of Israel, for he will have glorified you. Then the sons of foreigners will build your walls, and their kings will serve you. Though I struck you in my indignation, in my favor have I been compassionate to you. Your gates will be opened continuously, day and night, they will not be closed closed for them to bring you the wealth of nations and their kings under escort. For the nation and kingdom that does not serve you will perish, and those nations will be utterly destroyed. The glory of the Lebanon forest will come to you, cypress, fir, and box tree together, to glorify the place of my sanctuary, and I will bring honor to the place of my feet. The sons of your oppressors will go to you submissively, and all who scored you will prostrate themselves at the soles of your feet. They will call you City of Adonai, Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Instead of being forsaken and despised without wayfarers, I will make you into an eternal pride, a joy for generation after generation. You will nurse from the milk of the nations and from the breast of kings will you nurse. Then you will realize that I, Adonai, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Yaakov. In place of the copper, I will bring gold. In the place of the iron, I will bring silver. In place of the wood, copper, and in place of the stones, iron. I will designate your appointed officials for peace and your overlords for righteousness. No longer will violence be heard in your land or plunder and calamity in your borders. You will call God's salvation, your protective walls, and his praise to be your gateways. The sun will no longer be for you the light of day and brightness, and the moon will not illuminate for you, and your God will be wonder. Never again will sun set, and your moon will not be withdrawn, for Adonai will be unto you an eternal life, and the days of your mourning will be ended. Your people will all be righteous, they will inherit the land forever, a shoot of my planting, my handiwork, in which, in which to glory. The smallest will increase a thousandfold, and the youngest into a mighty nation. I am Adonai, in its time I will hasten Blessed to God and I, our God, King of the universe, rock of all eternities, righteous in all generations, the trustworthy God who says and does, who speaks and fulfills, all whose words are true and righteous. Trustworthy are you, I and I, our God, and trustworthy are your words. Not one of your words is turned back to its origin unfulfilled, for you are God, trustworthy and compassionate King. Blessed to you, I and I, the God who is trustworthy in all his words. Amen. Arrive Suzanne Bata Brahma. Apostolic reading Luke 24, 44, 43. 
on Zion, for it is the source of our life. To the one who is deeply humiliated, bring salvation speedily in our days. Blessed you, Adonai, who gladdens Zion to her children. Amen. Gladden us, Adonai, our God, with Eliyahu Hanabi, your servant, and with the kingdom of the house of David, your anointed. May he come speedily and cause our heart to exult. On his throne, let, lo let no stranger sit, nor let others continue to inherit his honor. For by your holy name, you swore to him that his heir will not be extinguished forever and ever. Bless you, Adonai. Shield of Dabi. Amen. For the Torah reading, for the prayer service, for the reading from the prophets, and for this Sabbath day, that you, Adonai, Elohim, have given us for holiness and contentment, for glory and splendor, for all this. Adonai, Elohim, we gratefully thank you and bless you. May your name be blessed by the mouth of all the living always, for all eternity. Blessed you, Adonai, who sanctifies Hashabbat. Amen. Joshua is going to uh, traditionally give us a drosh on the Torah portion. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for coming to my bar mitzvah. My portion, which my bar mitzvah covers, is Parashah Kitavo. Kitavo means when you enter in. This portion comes from Devarim, Deuteronomy 26.1-29.9. It takes 233 lines in a Torah scroll. It contains 122 verses and 1,747 words. There are 6,811 letters as well. I didn't count them all. <laughs> there are also three positive and three negative mitzvot found in this portion, which are mitzvot 606 through 611 te in textual order of the 613 mitzvot. The first of these mitzvot is found in Devarim 26.5, which we find the commandment to recite the declaration given when bringing the first fruits. We find the next commandment in verse 13. This one is the commandment about the declaration which is given when one gives a separated tithe. The next three are commandments are found in verse 14. These tell us that the person who brings the tithe may not eat the tithe while in a state of mourning or in a state of ritual uncleanness, and that he should not spend the tithe's redemption money on anything except food and drink. We find the last commandment in Kitavo in Devarim 28.9. 
that says that you are to always observe the commandments of Adonai, the Lord, and walk in his ways. This portion covers several different topics. A refresher on the first fruits declaration, tithe declaration, the Israelite status, commands upon crossing the Jordan, the Jordan, the blessings and curses at Mount Gerizim and Mount Ebal, Torah observance, and finally the opening of Moshe's final address. In English Bibles, the last book of Moshe is called Deuteronomy, which comes from the Greek word meaning second and law. It has this name because the book is almost entirely one single address by Moshe to the mixed multitude. Both the native-born Israelites and those who chose to join themselves to the nation of Israel by virtue of their worship of the God of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, where he recounted their journey out of Mitzrayim and reiterated the Torah's commandments that God gave him to give to the people of Israel. Many of you may wonder, why does Moshe give the se second declaration of the Torah? We may find our explanation through the ten spies, who also said that the land flowed with milk and honey, as God had said, gave terrifying reports about the land and his people, and stirred up terror among the people. The people then became upset and complained against Moshe, and did not want to go into the promised land. God then commanded that the entire generation who were preparing to enter the land would not enter, and that everyone in that generation would die. Their children would cross over instead. But, here is where our answer becomes evident. Who had Moshe first taught the Torah to? He had taught it to the first generation of Israelites, which he had brought out of Egypt. The second generation, who were their children, which were to cross into the Promised Land, were very young, and some may have not even been born when their parents had been taught the Torah by Moshe. It would make sense for those who were not old enough to remember the commandments which Moshe taught them to have a refresher. Also, many laws of the Torah did not apply in the desert, because they were made to be fulfilled in the land. As a result, Moshe wanted to make sure that the generation who was about to that was about to cross over into the Promised Land understood the commandments by which God expected them to live. Moshe gave the instructions in this portion to help the people of Israel remember where they came from and what God had done for them, so that they would have faith in Adonai and want to continue to obey him. This nation started out as one man and woman. These two were Abraham, Abraham, and Sarah, the father and mother of Itzhak. In Bereshit, Genesis 15:18-20, God made a covenant with Abraham. Abraham, who according to Rashbam is the wandering Aramean, referenced in our portion today, stating that the land of Canaan would be given to his descendants. He would later on have a son, Yitzhak, Isaac, who through, through whom, as Abraham learned in Bereshit 22:15-19, the promise would be carried on. Yitzhak married Rivka, Rebekah, and they had two sons, Esau, Esau, whose descendants became the nation of Edom, and Yaakov, Jacob, whose descendants became the nation of Israel. Yaakov had twelve sons and became the twelve tribes of Israel. The first instruction Moshe gave in the portion concerns the first fruits. When the children of Israel came into the land, they were to take the best samples of the first fruits of their crops to the place where God chose to set his name, and present them to him on the altar. Each family who took this offering was to recite the passage of Deborah 26, 5-10, so that they would remember and rejoice in the bountiful goodness Adonai had done for and given them. Then they were to give the basket to Adonai and enjoy eating the produce of the land. Moshe also gave a net also gave a second instruction to serve as a second reminder of what God had done for them. Upon crossing over the Jordan, the Jordan, the people were to set up several large stones and write the entire Torah on them, so that the people would see the Torah and remember what Adonai did for them. These stones would also serve the purpose of giving an announcement to visitors and passers-by who were traveling into the land of, the, of Israel of the ways and commandments which Israel followed. Writing the Torah on these stones was to be an ongoing reminder for the people of Israel. In his brilliant online commentary, Mr. Rick Spurlock likened these stones to a giant mezuzah. This mezuzah was for a house, the house of Yaakov. I like that analogy. This also goes well with the name of the Torah portion, Kitabo, or When You Come In. 
There are all there are also several other commandments in the Torah that are designed to help us remember Adonai's commandments. One of the Zizi described in Bami Bar, Numbers 1538, and Deuteronomy 2212, which we are to place on the four corners of our garments. Another reminder is the Tefillin, which are described in Shemot, Exodus 1316, Devarim 68, and Devarim 1118, which we are to wrap on our foreheads and on our wrists. Another reminder is the Mezuzah, which is described in Devarim 69. We are to write a in this one, we are to write down a piece of the Torah, and we are to place it inside the mezuzah, and place the mezuzah upon our doorposts. The last reminder is the Brakat Hamazon. The goal of this reminder is to remember what Adonai has done for us, and thank him for the food which he has given us. As it is written in Devarim 8.10, When you have eaten and you are satisfied, you shall bless Adonai Elohekov, the Lord your God, for the good now which he has given you. There may not be another parasha in the Torah that better parallels what our bar mitzvah is about. Devarim 26.17-19 states, you are agreeing today that Adonai is your God and that you will follow his ways, observe his laws, mitzvot, and rulings, and do what he says. In turn, Adonai is agreeing today that you are his own unique treasure, as he promised you, and that you are to observe all his his vote, and that he will raise you high above all the nations he has made in praise, reputation, and glory, and that, as he said, you will be a holy people for Adonai. When one takes on the responsibility of being bar mitzvah, it means that he has become a son of the commandments. In other words, I am doing exactly what is stated in Devarim 26, 17-19. I am agreeing that I will observe God's laws, mitzvot, and rulings, and do what he says. And in turn, I know that I have become a part of his family, his own unique treasure. I will do my abs absolute best to observe his commandments and enjoy his blessings. Moshe was given instructions which he then gave to the children of Israel about the blessings and the curses. The twelve tribes were to be divided in half. Half of the tribes were to stand on Mount Gerizim and represent the blessings given in Devarim 28, 1-14. And the other half were to stand on Mount Ebal and represent the curses given in Devarim 28, 15-68. The Lavigin then proclaimed the curses that would come upon the ones who disobeyed the commandments, and, blessing, and the blessings that would be given to those who obeyed the commandments. After each proclamation, the nation was to say Amen. In this way, Israel would affirm that they accepted the terms of each blessing and curse. In a way, this ritual may be considered to be a second giving and acceptance of the Torah, since this current generation did not experience the first giving of the Torah. Also, the people's response of Amen is a reminder of the giving at Mount Sinai, where the people will proclaim, All that Adonai has spoken, we will do. The blessings in Devarim 28.1-14 are the rewards for observing the commandments. The curses that follow in Devarim 28.15-60 are the consequences of being disobedient and not following the commandments. This is similar to the way of a child following his parents' instructions. If rules and instructions are followed, then there are rewards, peace, and harmony. If rules, I mean, if they are not followed, then there are consequences. These consequences are a loving discipline designed to bring one back to the right path of obedience. More serious consequences or discipline results if the person displays repeated rebellious behavior. Could one say that the curses presented by God as punishment for disobedience to the commandments was a way of showing that God had or would reject Israel as his people? No, this is not possible for two reasons. First, we know that God is omniscient, and that he knows everything. If he were going to reject Israel in the desert, then why would he waste his time freeing the people from Egypt? Second, we know that previously, Adonai created a covenant with Abraham, stating that after 400 years of affliction, he would bring them out of Mitzrayim and allow them to inherit the land which he had promised to Abraham. Also, later on, the people rejected Yeshua as a Messiah. Could one say that when they did this, they brought the curses upon themselves? 
This also is not possible, for the curses were only in response to the children of Israel disobeying the commandments. Yeshua came to remind the people that they were supposed to be obeying the commandments, and that they needed to repent of their evil ways, so that they would not bring the curses upon themselves. This, the curses, at a later time, did indeed fall upon the people, but they did not fall upon the people for not accepting Yeshua as their true Messiah, but because they did not recognize his message of repentance, and they continued in their evil ways. This portion is part of a long line of reminders that God has given us to keep the Torah to avoid the curses. In this portion, we see Moshe continually speaking out the message to keep the Torah. Later on, when Israel did not keep the Torah, I and I sent his prophets, like Isaiah, Elijah, and Jeremiah, to warn them and encourage them to turn back. When they did repent, God rewarded them and blessed them. When they turned away again and refused to repent, Adonai kept his promise still and allowed the adverse consequences described in this portion to come upon them. God continuously and lovingly kept reminding his people for years to keep the commandments, but they did not. Do you suppose that after a while God might suddenly say it is no longer necessary to obey the commandments? This is not possible. Adonai never changes a promise and never fails to follow through with him, good or bad. He waits for the day when his people will turn back to him. He even sent Yeshua to preach the message of repentance and to die for our sins. Yeshua himself even said that he did not come to counsel the law. Disobedience to the Torah is sin, and Shaul, Paul, taught that the Torah wages of sin are death. This death is eternal separation from God. Habakkuk 2.4 tells us that the scripture teach that right standing before Adonai cannot be obtained through obedience to the Torah, but by faith in Adonai. Moshe and all the prophets, good as they were, could not come close to the work of our master Yeshua HaMashiach. Our master's teachings were not only to the people of Israel, but the many Gentiles as well. He longed for the obedience and faith of all people, so that we may all one day be gathered to him. This tra the transition from childhood to the beginning of adulthood is when one begins to accept responsibility. This transition begins on the day of a bar mitzvah. On this day, the one who is becoming bar mitzvah accepts liability for the consequences of his sins. This is because of the fact that he has now accepted more, heavier responsibilities. This now means that in effect he understands the the meaning of the words, I commit myself, or in other words, when he promises he will do something, one can trust him to keep his promise. During childhood, a child is provided for, as he has not yet matured into an adult. But when he does, he will be required to show more responsibility, effort, and action. As the bar mitzvah's maturity and sense of responsibility increase, so do the privileges of things like increased independence as well as some authority, which is given to him by his parents. He grows and learns more and more, as well as matures into what his parents teach him as a good young man. Then, when he has reached a certain level, he is ready to take responsibility for others. He is ready to marry and have children to whom he can teach God's ways. I'm not quite there yet. The nation of Israel can be compared to a young child. It could be said that Israel was born out of the womb of Egypt, and spent its childhood in the desert under the care of a loving provider, God, who provided them with Moshiach teacher, who taught them the Torah, and answers for their every question. God provided them with food, the manna, as well as light in the night and shade in the day. He clothes, caused their clothes to never wear out so that they did not have to sew new ones. God was in essence the parent providing for their needs, in this case an entire nation. The nation became adults when they crossed over into the land. Here, aside from God's protection and guidance in war, their entire provision was cut off. This is when they had to begin to provide for themselves from the land Adonai had given them. You might say that the bringing, that bringing the, fruits, the first fruits to Adonai was to demonstrate that while the food was the produce of their labors, they recognized it came from God's provision. Adonai prepared them for this transition by providing guidance, in the Torah and through Moshe. They also, through entering the land, were wholly responsible for the care and obedience they paid to the commandments of the Torah. In other words, this was now when the blessings and the curses would begin to apply. In order to avoid the curses, they needed to put into order a way to constantly study the Torah and review its laws. They needed to remember the zitzit, 
the reminders of the tzitzit, the tefillin, the mezuzah, and the break on his own. They needed the illustration of the blessings and curses on Mount Gerizim and Mount Ebal. They needed the reminder of the standing stones with the Torah written on them. This is what we do in our congregation on the Sabbath. We discuss the portions of us to understand it better and to do our best to obey the instructions applied to us. When the nation of Israel entered the land, Adonai, God, let the people go as an independent people, but did not leave them. Rather, he watched over them, wanting them to keep his commandments. He had before, though, given them an incentive to keep the commandments, and promising many bountiful blessings which he would give them if they, wanted to, if they kept his commandments. He also provided a dissuasion to disobey the commandments, by warning them of severe and terrible consequences which they would receive if they were to disobey. This came as a responsibility of accept, uh, the result of accepting the responsibility of their actions, the same responsibility that a young man accepts when he becomes a bar mitzvah. In conclusion, I would like to say thank you to Mr. Joseph Squitrini, Mr. Joshua Spurlock, Mr. Rick Spurlock, Mr. Greg, and Mr. Greg Upham for teaching me and our congregation. Thank you again to Mr. Rick Spurlock for his Berea's Online Weekly Teaching, which I use every week in my homeschool Torah study. I'd like to say thank you to Mrs. Trafficanti for giving me the resources and helping me to learn to read Hebrew. I would also like to say and send a special thank you to Mrs. Todd Jones, Esther, whose family is currently serving with Wycliffe in South Korea. She gave me the resources to allow my portion to read, allow me to read my portion in Korean. Thank you, Ms. Quichirini, for doing my photo shoot to provide these great photos for today. Thank you also to the younger Mrs. Bartos and Mrs. Spurlock for your assistance to mom in administrative details. Thank you, Jordan and Brett. For having your wait, thank you, Jordan and Brett, for having your wedding tomorrow, so that Grandma and Grandpa and the rest of my family can be here today. And congratulations! <laughs> thank you, Grandma and Grandpa, and opposite side of the family for coming to my wedding. Thank you, Mom and Papa, for adopting me and our my siblings and giving us a great Torah observant home. Thank you for raising me well and teaching me the skills of life and obedience to God. Thank you for giving me the resources and helping and help that I need to prepare for my bar mitzvah. Thank you for giving me the encouragement to complete all the work in preparation for today as well. Thank you, Keelan and Josiah and Micah, for being such great brothers and a great sister. I'm looking forward to helping you for to to helping and watching you work and complete your bar bar and bat mitzvahs. Caitlin, you're next. And an extra thank you to my grandparents, those who were able and unable to come, for giving me such great parents. Lastly, thank you all for taking the time to attend my membership, and it's been great to have you all here. Thank you. Ruchata Adonai Elohim Elachalam, Shekianu, Vikimanu, Vihigianu, Lesman Hazet. Amen. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, King of the universe, who has granted us life, sustained us, and enabled us to reach this occasion. Where are you laughing? Joshua, you bring Mom and me a tremendous amount of joy. You've done an outstanding job this morning. And all the time and effort you put into preparing for your but today is very obvious. For you, Joshua, today is about accepting the responsibility of the Torah and God's commandments as to how he wants us to live. And while you have accepted this responsibility, it does not mean that you're on your own. Far from it. You'll always have the love and support of mom and me, your brothers and sister, 
your extended family, and our community. As you mature, you will continue dependent on all of us for help and guidance. What changes is now we will begin to depend on you as well. For your mom and me, today is about trust in God. We're no longer responsible for your actions. We trust that the things we have taught you and the character we have encouraged you to develop and the Torah serving as our authority and guide to, to life decisions will indeed guide your decisioning as you take on this responsibility. You'll have many decisions throughout your life and at times unexpected events will happen which will challenge your judgment and your decision making. Other people will also question your decisions. We want you to know that mom and I will always be here for you as your life unfolds. We also want you to know that family and friends are here for you too. We'll continue to help and encourage, teach and train you in the paths of righteousness and hold you accountable for the decisions you make with all confidence that just as Shaul told those in the assembly at Philippi, he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Messiah Yeshua. Joshua, I'm amazed at how much you've grown as a person. I remember with great fondness the day we received you in Seoul and how excited Mom and I were. I remember bringing you home and as new parents, how privileged Mom and I felt that God gave you to us. And today I find myself amazed at the strong, compassionate, and thoughtful young man you're becoming. I love you more than you know. And I hope and pray that someday you will, by example, with your own sons and daughters, understand the love that I have in my heart for you. So Joshua, how can I summarize my hope for you? Perhaps there is no better summary than what Moshe gave to the mixed multitude and separately to your namesake Joshua, who would lead them into, lead them into the land. Endeavoring 31, be strong and courageous. Be strong in your convictions built on the principles in the Torah. Be courageous and willing to stand alone, even when your position is unpopular, but where your convictions and understanding of God's word tell you that you're right. Take satisfaction when that puts you in the minority, especially when the minority is hated, mocked, and despised, which is what Yeshua told his Talmudim that they could expect as his followers. And when you're outside of our community and happen to find yourself agreeing with the majority or the consensus, and especially if you feel good about that, I hope you'll think twice. <laughs> but also keep in mind that a stubborn courage can easily cross over into arrogance. Let your courage be tempered and refined by humility and continue to have a teachable spirit and a willingness to learn from others whom you respect. Moshe did not give the people or Joshua this exhortation without a reminder and a promise. He reminded them that they would be able to be strong and courageous because Adonai would be with them and that Adonai would not fail them or forsake them. The same is true for you. Adonai is with you and he will never fail you or forsake you. And he has given you his word, the Torah, which is the written word for which you have today accepted responsibility. So be diligent to study his word so that you're always prepared to correctly apply God's principles to life situations as they arise. He has also given you Messiah Yeshua, who is the living word, and is your example of how to live a life of obedience, righteousness, and blessing to others. And as you mentioned in your teaching this morning, he's given you plenty of reminders 
to keep his instructions. Remember that what God really requires from you is your just actions. It's about living obediently to his commandments. It's about your deeds. What does God require of you? The prophet Malachi tells us that what God requires of us can be boiled down to three things. To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. In other words, to emulate the character of Yeshua and do what he did. Yeshua lived a life of complete obedience to the Torah. It guided his words and actions, and likewise, it is your guide to making wise decisions, and it equips us to do just exactly that. I'm thrilled to see how God's working your life and how you're responding. You bring mom and me a tremendous amount of joy, but I can't recall a day since we received you in soul that you haven't brought us joy. And so it seems to me so very natural on this day for mom and me to bless you, our oldest son, who has been a source of so many blessings for us. Joshua, on this day of your bar mitzvah, when you've reached the age of spiritual maturity and when you've declared you're ready to accept responsibility for your own actions and to obey the commandments of God, we feel that you're ready to begin taking on the challenge of adulthood. May your quiet strength lead you to a life where you have the courage to make wise decisions even when they are not popular with others, and where you exercise good judgment and do what you believe is right, the right thing, based on your understanding of the Torah. May you exhibit compassion, generosity, and acceptance of others. May your kindness to all lead you to a life filled with loving friends and family. May your common sense and wisdom lead you to a life filled with well-thought-out decisions. May your intelligence and diligence lead you to a career that you are passionate about. May your study of Torah lead to a life of Torah observance and a continuation of that halakha, that faith walk, to the next and succeeding generations. Our prayer for you today is for a long life filled with peace, health, happiness, and purpose, surrounded by family, friends, and community. Be kind, generous, humble, and true always. Pursue righteousness with tenacity, tempered with humility. May you one day be blessed by seeing your children's children become bar and bat mitzvahs. May you be blessed with patience and understanding, with wisdom and compassion in your mind and heart. May your deeds support righteousness and your goodness serve as an example to others. May your enthusiasm for learning continue throughout your life and bring you great personal joy and fulfillment. May you have companions throughout your life who love and appreciate you for who you are who honor your values, and who are there for you when you need them. May you help create home and community wherever you go. May your life purpose to know God and to make him known also guide your thoughts and actions always. May you constantly rededicate yourself to God and may God continue to, continue to bestow blessing upon you. We wish for you the words we sing in our Shabbat morning prayers. Sim Shalom Tova Uvacha. May God give you peace, goodness, and blessing. May you receive all the blessings and none of the curses described in the Torah portion about which you have taught us today. May you be like the righteous man described in Psalm chapter 1. How blessed are those who reject the advice of the wicked, do not stand on the way of sinners or sit where scoffers sit. Their delight is in Adonai's Torah. On his Torah they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams. They bear their fruit in season their leaves never wither. Everything they do succeeds. Not so the wicked, who are like chaff driven by the wind. 
For this reason, the wicked will not stand up to judgment, nor will sinners at the gathering of the righteous. For Adonai watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked is doomed. Joshua, thank you for being one of the brightest lights in our lives. You bring us a tremendous amount of joy. Mom and I love you tremendously. Joshua, keep close to your heart reverence for God and a love for his Torah. And as, as it is said in Eschayim that we pray this morning from the Proverbs, Hine, you have been given a good teaching. Do not forsake my Torah. It is a tree of life to those who hold it fast and all who cling to it find happiness. Its ways are ways of pleasantness and all its paths are peace. Now I want to close this blessing with Thank you.